This is Franchise Friday, a short episode designed to talk all things franchising. As a listener of the Path to Freedom podcast, you know you want to take control of your life and create more freedom for yourself. But have you ever stopped to consider franchise ownership as an avenue for doing just that? Owning a franchise means you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And it can be a great way to become a first-time business owner or even for a seasoned entrepreneur to expand their portfolio and break into a new business. But where do you even start? I know firsthand how overwhelming of a process it can be to figure out which franchise companies are good, which ones might be a good fit for you, and how to go about vetting them. And that's exactly what I'll be talking about in these episodes. I'll be detailing the methodical process I use with my consulting clients to help them navigate what would typically be an overwhelming process. There's an art to finding the right franchise for you and conducting a thorough investigation, and that's what I'll be unpacking on Franchise Fridays. Thanks for tuning in. Let's drop in. Hey, hey, it's Friday again. You know what that means? Let's talk some franchising. So this is the third episode of Franchise Friday. I've gotten some really good feedback so far, so thanks to everyone that's tuned in, and I hope that you continue getting value. And if you have specific questions related to franchising, uh, definitely reach out to me so I can make sure uh, that I'm talking about those specific questions and hopefully answering them for you uh, in this Franchise Friday series. So today I want to talk about who should consider franchise ownership. If you tuned into last week's episode, I talked through some different categories of franchise businesses and kind of at least a general range of investments that go with those categories of franchises. So, you know, hopefully you took away from that the fact that there's a very wide range of investments that would be required to start a franchise business. And, you know, hopefully that got you thinking a little bit that, you know, maybe you could actually afford to get in a franchise, especially when you consider all of the different funding mechanisms that are out there. And if you have more questions about that, uh, definitely reach out to me. We can have a conversation. I can go into more detail with you. I've got a lot of resources that I can provide related to uh, funding strategies for franchise investments. But today, you know, want to get into a little more detail around who should invest in a franchise or at least who should consider investing in a franchise. And so I think the best place to start would actually be who should not consider investing in a franchise. Two categories, I would say. The first category is someone that just is not driven to be a business owner, right? Um, If business ownership is not something, you know, that you feel compelled to do, then definitely you know, owning a franchise is, is not for you, right? It's not, uh, you, at the end of the day, when you own a franchise, you're in business for yourself, right? So uh, there's definitely a lot of pressure that comes with business ownership, franchise or not. Um, there's, you know, a lot of ups and downs as an entrepreneur. Uh, that's no different with a franchise. So, you know, if, if you're not interested in a franchise or, or even if you're, you know, thinking that maybe business ownership is for you, but you don't really feel confident that you're prepared mentally and physically for that matter, 
uh, for the ups and downs that inherently come with business ownership, then you know maybe a franchise is not for you. Uh, this the second category would be someone that is not comfortable following systems and processes, right? We've already talked quite a bit here about the fact that one of the biggest benefits of owning a franchise is tapping into the systems and processes that the franchisor already has in place. So one of the number one keys to being successful as a franchise business owner is following the systems and processes. So there are people out there that are just, you know, so entrepreneurial. They really like the startup phase. They really like the trial and error that comes with starting a new business and trying different things. And, uh, and that's perfectly fine. But, you know, that could mean that a, a franchise business is not going to be as good of a fit uh, for someone that thinks that way. You know, and I, I, it still blows my mind, honestly, how many people invest in franchise businesses and then, you know, almost from day one think they know better than the franchisor. So those, those people tend to not do as well as franchisees or at least as well as franchisees in the same system that are following the processes, the procedures, really the, the playbook that the franchisor has laid out. Now, I want to add a caveat to all of that, right? I think in some cases, people feel like, well, if I own a franchise, I have no autonomy. I just have to kind of be a robot and do what the franchisor tells me to do. And I don't really, you know, have any say in how I run my business. And, you know, there's exceptions, of course, but that is typically not the case. And in fact, one of the things I really advise people that I work with that are investigating franchises is, you know, as you're getting to know the franchisor and as you're talking to other franchisees that are part of that system, you know, one of the things you really want to be getting a good feel for is the culture that exists within that franchise organization. And part of the culture is, you know, how much leeway does the franchisor give you? You know, in my opinion, a good franchise is not so rigid that they don't allow their franchisees to try new things and to try to innovate. In fact, the best franchise systems out there, that's how they continue to get better. And that's how they continue to improve. They listen to their franchisees. They allow their franchisees to try different things. And, you know, when I'm working with people and, and even in the franchises that we've invested in, you know, we go through this due diligence process. And, you know, as, as we get in further into Franchise Friday, uh, this series, I'm going to you know, really be unpacking what the due diligence process should like for anyone out there investigating a franchise. But one of the most valuable parts of that due diligence process is what's usually referred to as validation. And that's where you have the opportunity to go out and talk to other franchisees that are already operating that business. And you can learn so much through talking to these franchisees. You can learn about the financials, you can learn about the training, the support, but you can also learn about the culture. And, you know, hearing from franchisees that, you know, operate the same business within a franchise system, a lot of times, one of the takeaways you'll have is that, wow, they're, they're following the same general guidelines, the same general playbook, but everyone goes about it a little bit differently. I know that's definitely the case in the franchise businesses that, that we're involved in. You know, the way one owner approaches the business could be very different from how another owner approaches the business. So 
I think that's important, right? Because good franchisors should always be looking to innovate, looking to find ways that they can improve operationally, you know, find better ways to market, to advertise. Uh, There's all types of ways that franchisors can learn from their franchisees. So I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I wanted to kind of make that, that caveat, right? I mean, being a franchisee does not mean that you're a robot. In a good franchise system, you still have the ability to bring your own personality into the business and, you know, really run your business the way you want to while benefiting from following the playbook, the established systems and processes that have been proven to work in the franchise business. But circling back to my original point, some people just really can't get comfortable with the idea of following systems and processes. And for those people, a franchise is likely not going to be your best option. And then I'll add a third category in there. I wasn't uh, planning to, but I think it's worth noting. The third category of, of person that a franchise is not right for is someone that's looking for you know, an investment without having to put in any work. You know, when I used to be in franchise sales, I would talk to people and, you know, sometimes they'd start the conversation off. Well, all right, so how much money is your franchise going to make me? Well, that was usually a pretty short conversation. If that's your approach to it, none, because you're not going to be a good fit to be a franchisee with this company. Because please understand that buying a franchise does not mean that everything is going to fall into your lap there's still a lot of hard work that goes into building a good franchise business as a franchisee. As we talked about already, you're benefiting from all of the systems and processes and support that you get from the franchisor. So it does usually expedite the ramp up period. It it removes a lot of the trial and error. You get to learn from mistakes that the franchisor and other franchisees have already made, but it does not remove the hard work component that's going to be there with any business that you may start franchise or not. So if you're looking for, you know, something to be done for you, a franchise is not for you. All right. So now let's talk about who a franchise could be right for. And the short answer is just about anyone. If you don't fall into those three categories that I just mentioned. And as we've already talked about, Franchising, it's way more than just fast food companies, right? There's so many franchise opportunities out there across just about every industry you could think of, across all different investment ranges, as we talked about in last week's episode. And if you didn't catch last week's episode, definitely go back and and listen to that because I think it'll definitely add value to what you're hearing in this episode today. So, When I say just about anyone, what I mean is for someone that's serious about getting into business for themselves and sees the value that a good, strong franchise system provides and has the financial resources to raise the capital that they need, then very rarely would would someone that checks all of those boxes not be able to find a great franchise business for them. So just to kind of give you some examples of people that I've worked with over the years and helped get into great franchise businesses. I've worked with the aspiring entrepreneur, right? Someone that, you know, is maybe earlier in their career and and has dabbled in corporate America, but realizes that's not for them. That's not what they want to do long-term. 
and uh, you know they want to find a way to get into business for themselves. Franchise could be a great option. I've worked with very seasoned corporate America people, and you know whether it's they're in transition mode, they've been laid off, or they finally just had enough of working for someone else. Um, you know, very seasoned executives that have years and years of experience operating at a high level within large corporations. Uh, franchising is very appealing to a lot of people with that type of a background. I've worked with stay-at-home moms. I've worked with existing business owners, right? I've worked with people that already own a franchise or already own a small business of their own and they're looking you know, to diversify. They want to add another revenue stream. Um, they want to find a complementary business to the one that they're already in. And then I've worked with people that have a great job. They love their job. They're not really interested in leaving their job, but they like the idea of building a business on the side. And there's some great franchise opportunities out there that actually allow for the franchise owner to keep their job and build that, the franchise business on the side. The, the buzzword you'll usually hear uh, in referring to those types of franchise businesses is semi-absentee. What I found is a lot of franchisors have different definitions of what semi-absentee actually means in terms of what type of commitment they're looking for from the franchisees when it comes to their time. But the point is, for someone that's serious about getting into business for themselves, there's a franchise out there for you if you're willing to put in the work to find it. And one of the things I'll probably do an entire episode just on this because it's something that I spend a lot of time working with people on as I consult with them. And it's a bit counterintuitive, but my biggest recommendation when it comes to where to start in terms of identifying franchise companies that could be a good fit for you is first and foremost, get clear on a couple of things. The first thing you want to get clear on is why? Why do I want to be a business owner? What am I looking to accomplish? What would owning a successful business allow me to do in my life that I'm not currently able to do? Or even if it's what would, you know, adding another great business or what would having a business on the side while I maintain, you know, my career in corporate America or whatever the case may be, get clear on why. What are you looking to accomplish? Because the way I look at it is, you know, we all have destinations that we're trying to get to in our lives and a business is a vehicle, right? So a business is a vehicle to help us get to the destination we want to get and different types of vehicles do different things, right? So this process is really about finding the right vehicle for you for where you are in your life that, that is best suited to get you where you want to go to your destination, right? And so a lot of people, when they start this process, they think about, you know, a certain industry that they find attractive, or they think about a certain product or service that's appealing to them. And, you know, that approach can work, but in my experience, it's not the best approach to take. So once you've gotten clear on, you know, your why, what you want to accomplish, you then want to get clear on, you know, what do you envision your role as the franchise owner being? How do you want to spend your time? What do you want your day-to-day -to, -day to look like, right? What, what do you want your lifestyle to look like as an owner? Because, you know, when some people 
start selecting businesses based on the widget, whatever the product or the service is, many times what they fail to think through is, you know, in that business, even though they may really like the product or the service or the industry that it's in, are they going to like what's required of them as an owner of that particular business? So you want to find a business that, you know, number one, you know, your, your day-to-day kind of the lifestyle that it would, you know, likely create for you matches up with what you're looking for. You also want to make sure that the business and whatever the role of the owner is in that business lines up with your strengths and your skill sets. You know, you wouldn't want to get into a business where your primary function as the owner of the business is not a skill set of yours or not a strength of yours. Uh, so that's, I think, the most important thing and thing and very counterintuitive for a lot of people. So I'd really encourage you get clear on your why, get clear on, you know, what you want your role as the owner to be, and then, you know, get clear on the type of business model that would be best suited for you. And I spend a lot of time with people on this before we ever start talking about specific franchise companies. You know, would you prefer to have a business that operates out of a retail location, right? Where you have clients coming to your place of business, or would you prefer to have a business that doesn't even require real estate, right? Some sort of a service business where you're going out and providing a service to your clients. Do you want a business that has very few employees, or do you want to have a business where maybe you've got a big team that you're leading and managing? What type of employees would you prefer to manage? Would you prefer to manage more entry level kind of hourly employees or would you prefer, you know, to manage uh, higher level employees that are looking to, you know, continue to grow throughout their career? Do you want a business that's more sales intensive or, you know, one that is not as sales intensive? There's a lot of different components here, a lot of different characteristics that, you know, certain business models will have and won't have. And so my advice is before you start looking at specific franchise companies, get clear on all of these things. And the way I approach this in my consulting business is as I'm working with someone and, you know, we talk through all of this, we get clear on it. We develop what I call a personal business model, right? And then that personal business model is what I then use as a guide to go out and start putting together a list of franchise companies that their business model and what they're looking for in a franchisee very strongly aligns with this personal business model that we've created together. And then we start looking at investment range and making sure that that matches up. And uh, there's other things that go into it. I don't need to get into it right now, but I say all of that to say, if you've gone through these steps correctly and gotten clear on all of these things, Again, very, very rare that you would not then be able to go out and find a great franchise business that lines up for you. And I'll add a caveat here. The perfect franchise does not exist, right? Very rarely, or if ever, you're going to find a franchise that checks every single box that you may be looking for. So keep that in mind. The perfect business doesn't exist, franchise or or non-franchise. But whether you're a stay-at-home mom and you're looking to get back to work in some capacity, but you want something that's a little more flexible, whether you're a seasoned corporate executive that wants to transfer 
all of the skills that they've learned throughout corporate America to running your own business, whether you're an existing business owner that wants to get into another business, whether you're somewhere in between, right? There's a franchise out for you if you have the desire and the motivation to find it. And if you're willing to do some of the internal work first to get clear on these things that we just mentioned. I'm gonna wrap this up, but the last thing I wanted to kind of throw out there is, and this circles back to what I was mentioning earlier in terms of first get clear on what you want your role as the owner to be, the type of business model that makes the most sense for you. One misconception I run into a lot of times is someone will say, well, you know, I can see why maybe this particular business kind of does check a lot of the boxes of what I'd be looking for, but I have no experience whatsoever you know, in that industry. Like for example, we own service businesses, custom shelving, custom closets, insulation. Like I am the least handy person you could ever meet, right? But that did not prevent us from getting into these businesses and being successful because it's not my role as the franchise owner. It's not my wife's role to, you know, build the products that we sell in the shelving and closet business, right? It's not my role to go out and install these for our clients. Uh, it's our role as owners to develop and manage a team underneath us that goes out and provides these services. It's our role to manage the big picture, right? To grow the business, to make sure that we have all of the parts and pieces of the business in place that we need to be successful. We work on the business, not in the business. And, and different business models are going to be a little bit different. There are franchise businesses out there, as we talked about last episode, that are more owner-operator, right? Where it's designed for the franchisee to wear all of the hats. So, you know, what I'm saying right now maybe does not apply as much to these kind of owner-operator businesses. But even with that, you don't necessarily need to have extensive experience in the particular industry that, that a business is in. Because remember, the franchisor is going to train you. They're going to support you, right? They're looking to see, do you have the general skill sets that they know their most successful franchisees have? They're not really that focused on, do you have prior industry experience for whatever the business is? So just wanted to throw that out there. I hope this was helpful. And again, let me know what other topics uh, you'd be interested in hearing me cover on these Franchise Friday episodes. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend or rest of their week. Whenever you're listening to this, get out there, go drop in, make something awesome happen today, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for dropping in with me to this episode of Franchise Friday. I hope you learned something new. If you're interested in speaking with me about how you can start charting your own path to freedom through franchise ownership, I'd love to have a conversation. I provide a free consulting service to help people just like you identify and investigate franchise businesses that will help them create freedom in their own lives, and I'd love to help you with the same. You can visit my website at www.path the number two frdm.com or send me an email at wes at path the number two frdm.com make sure to tune in to next week's episodes of the path to freedom podcast 
and follow or subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you know someone else that would get value from this, please take a moment to share with them. Until next time, go drop in.